Let's come in for that landing. All right. Yeah. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to a impromptu show. The Crewcast, October 25th edition. Salutations, my friends. It's Monday. <laughs> it is Monday. Is it the last Monday of October? Yeah, it's the last Monday of October. And like I said, this is an impromptu show. Normally we have like the mini cast Mondays or even our Tuesdays transmissions. Uh, but uh, given the very, very volatile nature of the world right day, r these days, we haven't really been consistent on that. Uh, and so here is an impromptu show. Now, the reason why there is an impromptu show is I have a couple updates um, and, again, disturbing information that was brought to my attention. <clears throat> Go ahead and tell you the, dis the disturbing information that was brought to my attention. I found out that Russ Dizdar of the Ragged Edge radio show and Shadow of the Darkness uh, died. And longtime listeners of the show know that, again, it's people like Steve Quell, Russ Dizdar, Rob Skiba, you know, even Doug, Doug Hagman and Joe Hagman. It's, uh, it's, it's people like that that have really helped open my eyes uh, to the dark depravity of like what's of, of what's really going on. Uh, Fritz Springmeyer. Right. We've 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 interviewed a fair amount of amazing people. Uh, and it makes me sad knowing that that communication with Russ was there. We could have had an episode with him, but you know, he's been called called home to the good Lord. And it's just it's 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 crazy. You know, it was uh it's crazy. Rob Skiba died just just last week as well. And these are these are heavy hitters within the Christian community. If you guys are not familiar with Russ Dizdar of the Black Awakening, we mention him all the time. I would definitely ask you to go get familiar with it. Rob Skiba, who has done a fantastic expose and series on the fallen angels. Uh, it's not even that he's a, a flat earther. That's a very denigrating term. I would, I would, I would heavily recommend you guys to go look into these people because, again, they are heavy hitters within the Christian community, the truth community. They have opened up a fair amount of people's eyes. And, you know, I don't want to say this is a tribute show to Russ. There's no way I could do that, but you know, it just, it, 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 it puts it into perspective, uh, the stakes of what's really at hand. I was listening to, I'll go ahead and say this and I'll tell you the other reason why we're doing this, this, uh, this show right now. I was listening to Steve Quayle and Mike Adams discuss, uh, some of the tragic events that unfolded this past week that didn't really get any attention and in that transmission, you know, you saw Steve Quayle uh, with with a respirator on, man. And, you know, he sounded withered. He sounded weak, but he attributed all of his redemption and being able to bounce back to the power of God and the power of prayer. And again, you just don't see that these days. You really don't see that these days. And so, you know, I, I I'm hoping that I can at least touch some of that in this in this transmission and again, remind people what's at stake and why we have to be even more committed to what's going on. Because again, these are these are these are champions. These are title. These are titans within their field, man. And the fact that these these soldiers for Christ, these warriors for God, can be called away, and there's 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 no fanfare. There's no 
there's no remembrance. There's 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 no celebration of their life. There's not even like a blip on the so-called political uh, mess that we're dealing with. It's 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 saddening. It really is, man, because these are people like myself that try to put in every ounce of energy they have into awakening the public. Winning, winning souls for Christ, fighting this good battle, conceptualizing like the spiritual warfare that we are in, and people are, people, people just, it's, it, it, their heads aren't screwed on, man. And so that's one reason why I want to uh, kind of have an impromptu show is to bring your attention to this unfortunate information. And the other half is uh, the development of the operation. We finally went and built a website. I'll go ahead and pull it up for you guys. Uh, TheNoiseEra.com. Kept it simple. (laughs) I didn't do anything major. I kept it simple. Keep it light, to the point, and direct. Uh, But TheNoiseEra.com. You guys can go check it out right now. It's super simple, man. Like I said, I didn't do anything over the top. It was just something I worked on over the weekend. You know, I think like Sunday, you know, it was like the thing I worked on Sunday because I just got started getting antsy and all over the place, but it's got a simple landing page. I'll be building out the podcast page where you guys can find previous episodes and things like this. Uh, the chief thing that I think people are going to be very interested into in, in, in seeing is the articles that we kind of capture from all over the world. Uh, And then obviously we'll have an exclusive members section. But if you guys go to the website right now, you know, all you'll see is the crew cast for today, October 25th, the test transmission. This was a cool feature we figured out. Um, Apparently we can have full text to audio podcast episodes, courtesy of whatever configuration is going on within WordPress. So we might take advantage of that. You guys might hear some hardcore ranting diatribes that I just type out. Who knows? Uh, You'll also find the season 11, episode 32, uh, Beware the Metaverse, Biological Assault, and Purposeful Destabilization episode on the website. It's just a couple of things that we were able to put up. Um, And again, I would would ask you guys to explore it, make an account so that you can comment on things, so you can discuss things. Uh, Over the weekend, again, I was thinking about what are some of the reasons why people like what we do, how we report the content we put out, I think it is because they can openly discuss things amongst other free thinking individuals. And so you're going to hear me push the website more and more in the future. Patreon, not Patreon. What am I doing? I'm plugging. We're not plugging right now. What we're doing is posting the website, thenoiseera.com. It's that simple. How cool is that? Thenoiseera.com. Uh, if you want to support this operation, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash thenoiseera. Uh, on the website, there is a tab there that shows you how to get our exclusive content, whether you're an operations supporter, if you want a council membership, or even if you just want a standard membership, those options are available to you. Uh, and as I've said before, the Smorgasbord edition of our operation, seasons one through six, even though we're on like 11, seasons one through six, audio and video are made available to our audience, courtesy of just being an audience member. It's free. Download it. Decentralize our operation. Decentralize our information. Download it. See the truth. Share it out there. That's what it's for. So I suppose that's the uh, that that is the twofold reason 
you good people are listening right now uh, is to bring to your awareness some of the unfortunate in- uh, incidents that took place this past week and to catch you up on why we built the website, some of the other features and things we're going to be doing. Um, and again, why we diversify the information because you deserve it. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can pull this up for you guys real quick. What I'd like to do before we get into a radar read, we read all kinds of articles and we do all kinds of stuff. Uh, let me just kind of point something out to you guys again with the, uh, the website and things that I'm trying to do. I would like to in the future, instead of hopping on Telegram and saying, hey, we're going to be we're going to be live on this platform, this platform and this platform in the future. What I would like to do uh, is just simply create like a website post that has like the live video f- feature from Odyssey or Twitch or Telegram and DLive. That way you guys can just go to the, uh, go to the, go to the website, click the website and watch it from there. Right. I know that's super simple. Probably didn't need to be mentioned, but, uh, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. Let me do the final, uh, the final, final update, and then we'll get into the radar read forward slash news cruise, and then we will go from there. Oh man, I tell you, it does it. it, When I started this, you know, I never thought that I would. I, when I started this, I was definitely like the type of person that was just like, oh, you know, the, the common depiction of Jesus Christ is Cesar Borgia, religion's corrupt, the church is, you know, defunct and all this stuff. And I used to try to be such an edgelord when it came to Christianity and all this other stuff. But the more that I have done this, the closer I've come to Christ and the closer I've come to God. Um, and I understand that that's also a, 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 a trap, man. It's a it's a it's a satanic trap to think that you're edgelord and that you've got some grievance against God. That's a that's a horrible, horrible trap that a fair amount of people within my generation and the world are are, are in. And the reason I say that is because I listen to Russ Dizdar, I listen to Rob Skiba, I listen to Steve Quayle, I listen to these people, these men of God, and it 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 changes me. It changed me. Man, it really did. All of this, doing all of this has changed me. And to know that I can't turn on the ragged edged radio or I can't go study material from the shatter the darkness.net, you know, because Russ isn't putting out new chronicles. The dude had like 40 part seasons that were all the way down to like 40, part 40 sections uh, H and I. Like that's how, that's how in depth. He was with the work that he was doing. And to think that 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 knowledge, that wisdom is not available, or at least it's not it's not it will not be compounded on is very distressing. I mean, I I, I suppose what I should be telling you is go out there and go download all of Russ Dizdar's information, all of his content as much as you can, because they will erase it. That's that's what I should be telling you. But it's not about the content. It's about it's about the wisdom. It's about the knowledge. It's about the truth that resided in the work and him again trying to win souls for Christ. And it just it it puts it into perspective. It's like a couple of years ago. I'm I'm I'm, I'm ranting. 
it's a couple years ago whenever uh, Doug and Joe Hagman, Joe the son, passed away by by uh, by foul play. And I thought to myself, even then, when we had covered that, that you know, this is this is this was a casualty of the war that we are in. And how many more casualties will there, will there be? Let me go ahead and do this final quick update. We'll do the new the, the radar read, and we will go from there. Now it is Monday. I told you guys that if we had enough exclusive members, we would bring back our Monday show. Ten exclusive members, and we'll bring back our Monday show. Well, in order for us to continue to do Monday shows like what you are listening to right now, we need seven more Actually, six more exclusive members. We need six more exclusive members. If we have 10, we bring back the Monday shows. 20, we'll take a poll. We'll see what other features you guys want. Maybe we'll build out the website. Maybe we'll do something on on Telegram. Who knows? 30 exclusive members, and we'll bring back a social media page, an Instagram page or uh, a Fedbook page that we're supposed to care about. We might even go over there to TikTok. Right. A captionless social media page that we can redirect people to over here on Telegram where the links will be provided. Whichever platform you guys decide, that's the first option for 30 exclusive members. Or option B is that we will bring back Fellowship and Freedom, which was our Sunday shows, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So in theory, you guys could be bringing back Monday shows and your Sunday shows. You could have a full weekend full of Freedom Faction if we play our cards right. The idea is to offer this option to you guys to really nurture the audience-based aspect of getting everybody involved with what we're doing over here. Uh, But that's if we get 30 exclusive members, 40 exclusive members. We'll take another poll. We'll discuss what other type of feature you guys would like to see. And then we will build that out from there. If we get 50 exclusive members and I can do this, I've already worked in the calculations and I've got the software for it. If we get 50 exclusive members, we'll launch a 24 seven stream. We can do that. I have the software. It's not StreamYard, <laughs> for sure. And if we get 60 members, we'll do another poll them and, and, and we'll go from there. Uh, but the idea is to show you guys what you've already seen what we're capable of. Now I need your guys' commitment to get us there, to, pre- to help press that button. We'll do the work, but we need your guys' continued support. So again, patreon.com forward slash the noise era or... Go to thenoiseera.com and go to the, the the exclusive tab and get yourself a, a subscription there. You can also get yourself a subscription tier. All this information will be provided uh, in the description bar below. And again, on our website, the idea is to really show you guys how much work goes into this operation. It's more than just posting. It's more than just trying to keep up with the news. Uh, we are trying to provide a legitimate service. And in order for us to do more of what you guys want, we need your guys' support. So patreon.com forward slash The Noise Era or go to our website at The Noise Era and click under the exclusive content tab. And you get the Smorgasbord edition on us, seasons one through six, as well as our Building the Matrix documentary for free, just on us. You don't even have to join. The idea is to show you guys again how far we've come, how we started, and how much farther we have to go. Things are intensifying. And so we must evolve or die. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
again, all I can say is rest in peace to Russ Dizdar, uh, taken way before his time. And again, a champion in his own right, a titan in his craft. Let's go ahead and start getting into the radar read, the news cruise. <laughs> oh, look at this from Raw Story. Supporter says Trump saved lives with a vaccine, and everyone who takes it will be dead in 15 years. This comes from Raw Story. Very interesting. They they love they love to keep an eye on the so-called dissident right. They love to take the people who are right-leading conservatives, Republicans, and they'd love to drag, drag them through the coals. That's how these people are. But uh, let's move forward with that. Moving on. Moving on. Apparently over the weekend, there has been a lot of developments with this so-called Alec Baldwin shooting out here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places. Yeah. Apparently he's facing manslaughter charges for shooting a member of his production team on the set. How well does that? Moving on to more important news right here. A CDC director says Biden administration has an education and counseling plan for essential workers who refuse the COVID vaccine. This is an article by Chris Enlow of The Blaze. They put this up October 25th. And basically what they're talking about is re-educating anybody who opposes them. <laughs> oh, you don't want the shot? We're going to send you to a re-education camp. It says the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Rochelle Walensky employed the five rules of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Sunday, when asked about the Biden administration's plan to enforce a COVID-19 vaccine mandate against essential workers. Walensky did, however, confirm the Biden administration has an eyebrow-raising plan to essentially coerce essential workers to get vaccinated. During an interview on Fox News Sunday, host Chris Wallace asked if the Biden administration is moving, quote, full speed ahead on mandates for essential workers to get vaccinated. The question came after President Joe Biden said during a CNN town hall last week, it was horrible. If you guys are down to see an old man lose his mind and just ramble about nothingness, go ahead and watch it. Uh, but at that town hall last week, that police officers should be forced to get, to get the COVID vaccine or be fired if they refuse. The problem, as Wallace pointed out, is that a significant number of essential workers nationwide, including police officers and healthcare workers, have made it clear that they will not get the COVID vaccine, even if it means losing their jobs. Now, let me let me put a pause on that real quick, because we have a clip of Hillary Clinton. I think that I can't tell if this is scheduled or if it's already been posted, but we have a clip of Hillary Clinton in the UK saying that we need to get people shot up. Like people need to take the jab. We have somebody here in America telling the folks in the UK how their medical system should work. But, you know, let me pull back from that because just last week on the podcast episode, season 11, episode 32, we had talked about how this is a very, uh, this is a disturbing trend, right? This, this, this uh, segregation is one way to put it, but this, this, 
this great purge. Like this is where the labor shortages are coming from. This is why, like, why we're seeing so many societal issues. This is why we're seeing institutional breakdown on a mass scale around our entire society. We're we're kicking out the good people in these systems, the people that actually have morals, that believe in your rights, the Constitution and stuff like this. That's what the vaccine mandate is supposed to do. That's why Joe Biden said, hey, mass firings are a good thing because he doesn't care about morals. He doesn't care about principles. He doesn't care about the Constitution. He doesn't care about your rights. He wants obedient slaves, drones. That's what's happening right now. And so as we have police, firefighters, EMTs, scientists, doctors, I mean, shucks, even here in New Mexico, up in Los Alamos, nuclear scientists all leaving. Who's going to replace them? Who's going to replace those nuclear scientists that have been there for like over 10 years, 20 years? Who's going to replace these police officers that know your communities left and right, that have seen you play baseball? Who's, who's, who's going to replace that nurse at the hospital that will hold your hand as your grandmother passes away? Who's going to replace them? The idea is the National Guard and immigrants. Are these a good representation of the American way? Are these a good? Is this a good representation of upholding values? Because these people are going to get in there. They're going to be happy that they have jobs, but they're not going to give a, a crap about your situation. They're not going to care about you. They're not going to care about their impact. They're not going to bite the hand that feeds them. They're going to be obedient and they're going to teach you to be obedient too. That's why this isn't a good idea. We should not be having police officers walk off. We should not be having EMTs walk off, firefighters walk off, scientists walk off, because who's going to run those, uh, those, those, those plants, those nuclear plants? We better pray to God one of these nuclear facilities just doesn't blow up because, well, people are walking off mass firings. This is what I mean by institutional breakdowns in society on a mass scale. And I know I have some listeners who are thinking, oh, well, the solution is robots. No, the solution isn't robots. You start with the robots, we're all out of jobs. We're all dehumanized. We're all denigrated. We're all broken down. Let me pull up this quick, this quick clip of Hillary Clinton calling on Boris Johnson to mandate the vaccine in the UK. This is, this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. This is Globalization 101. Here's that clip. Oh, act right. I do think it's imperative that uh, the prime minister uh, do what he can to stop the rise in COVID in the UK. He doesn't need to shut the society down, but he does need to mandate vaccines. By mandate vaccines, you mean vac- what we would call vaccine passports, insist that people coming into buildings, into clubs, into restaurants, yeah, show yeah. And, and employers. I mean, part of what we've done in New York, for example, is all of the big health uh, uh, systems, hospitals and the like, they've mandated vaccines. And so, for example, one very large one, 77,000 employees, 1,000 refused to get vaccinated, they were fired. And I think you've got to make it clear that we're not going to go back to lockdown. That That is not going to happen. But if you don't get vaccinated and if you don't have proof of vaccination when you go into a club or a restaurant and employers don't enforce vaccines, we may see some problems here uh, in the UK as the weather gets colder and people are 
forced back inside again. Now you. Oh, but I could have swore that's what these people told us to do at the, at the start of all this. Go inside. Shut yourself off from the sunlight. Don't get any sunlight. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. If you go outside, put a mask on. It's like these people preach common sense type of stuff. But anyway, we don't have time to go into this type of, this type of dialectic. The point is, is this woman's an authoritarian. That's the main point. She's an authoritarian. On top of that, she's a Satanist and a witch. And again, we don't have time to go into this. You get the point. The point I'm trying to make is these people are petty authoritarians. They know what they're doing. It's dividing society. And that's the whole point. That is the whole point. More and more, I can see the 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 Zebellion type future on the horizon. I can see the partitioning of society, the fracturing, the stratification of civilization. I can see it gradually. You know, uh, I'll be talking more about this on this week's podcast episode. But over the weekend, here's a here's a couple of clips for you guys. But over the weekend, there was a BLM protest at the Barclays Center in New York City in Brooklyn. Uh, where they had demanded that Kyrie Irving be able to play NBA. I think this is a good thing. You have BLM getting involved in the freedom fight. And who knows, you know, this could this could potentially be a unifying factor or a unifying situation uh, amongst the left and the right, you know, because not everybody wants to be subjects to experimental gene therapies. Here's a couple scenes uh, from that protest. And again, we'll, we'll cover this in depth on the podcast episode this week. Good. Good goodness. This is what I want to see. The people rise up against true tyranny. Goodness. Good. That's good. Uh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. That's all I want. That's what I want to say. It is good. It's good to see, again, BLM come out for the freedom fight, uh, you know, period. Let's just leave it there. It's good to see BLM out there in the streets pushing back against the vaccine mandates because for a while there, uh, it seemed like the narrative that was coming out of the black community is that we all need to take the jab. We had the Run DMZ, Run DMC song. Uh, you had Juvenile with his back, Vax That Thing Up. He had all kinds of nonsense coming out the so-called black community. You know, saying, oh, you need to take you need to take a shot. You had Charles Barkley talking smack about Kyrie Irving, calling him selfish and stupid. And so it, it's good to see that grassroots people who are out there on the streets see this for what it is. It's a it's a power grab. And we need to have unconventional heroes that represent us in these crazy and chaotic and uncertain times. So good to see BLM out there in the streets. Doing that type of work. Let's get back into the radar read. <laughs> all, all of that from the CDC director saying that they're going to re-educate essential workers who don't want the jab. 
it's like, again, you've got protests erupting around the entire world, sustained protests erupting for like weeks and months on end. And then you've got shills like Hillary Clinton telling people to take their, their shot. Shills like the folks from Rage Against the Machine telling you that, oh, you're going to take their shot. You're going to take a shot. Come see my show. Get out of here with all that. Get out of there with that. Uh, right here, pure Marxism. Mickaleaf supporters are posting signs promising to, quote, keep parents out of classroom as the campaign winds down. We've been seeing a lot of this. A.G. Merrick Garland, Attorney General Merrick Garland, came out over the weekend. We're going into Friday talking about how he only received a letter from somebody, you know, to to report people as domestic terrorists. And that that was sufficient enough to do. And then it came out, too, over the weekend that the National School Boards Association, I think, owes the IRS somewhere of around twenty eight million dollars. These are the people who are designating you as a terrorist. Scumbags galore. <laughs> right here, Zero Hedge. Firefighters say Florida's county vaccine mandate causing rifts among first responders that compromise public safety. What did I just say? This is emblematic of what I literally I, I literally just said this. A perfect example of this, of, 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 of the public safety being compromised by these vaccine mandates. We played it on the show for you guys just last week. In Seattle, folks walked off. They carried their boots to City Hall. And so what happens? You have a fire right there on your street, and they don't have the staff to put that off, to, 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 put, it, to put it out. What happens? I mean, it's in Seattle, they had like 19 shootings over the weekend. And I had to monitor this again because we had reported on it just this past week. So what happens when Seattle starts looking like Chicago? Because you just have people walking off. What happens when Seattle starts looking? What happens in Florida, right? Starts looking like California. They're having fires left and right because guess what? People are just walking off. This is very, very dangerous. And what are you going to do? You're going to just rapidly train all the people that are rapidly train and replace all the people that were previously on the force on the beat. Let's get into this article by Nanette Holt of the Epoch Times. They put this up October 25th. It says firefighter, paramedic, dispatcher, and EMT morale in Florida's fifth most populous county is so low due to a vaccine mandate that public safety is being compromised. First responders say about 500 of the men and women who fight fires and rush to medical 911 calls are receiving written reprimand written reprimands in their employment files for refusing to take the vaccine for the CCP virus commonly known as the novel coronavirus many say they fear the vaccine because they've responded to daily calls to homes of people who have been seriously harmed or died shortly after the injection says a spokesman for the group firefighter Jason Wheat other objects because other objects because they feel they should have a right to choose what they put in their bodies or have a religious objection. The resulting infighting over who's been vaccinated and who hasn't is causing so much strife within the department that many first responders are distracted, stressed, and unable to work as a team, Wheat said. Epoch Times spoke with another firefighter, a lieutenant, and a firefighter who was married to another firefighter, all described intense pressure at work. 
that has brought about exhaustion, depression, family troubles, harassment, and a frightening lack of cooperation and teamwork. These are firefighters, bro. These are the guys that love to take access to your door and come save you. And they're saying that they're experiencing depression, family troubles, and harassment. Two expressed dismay about three recent studies among department workers. They blame the stress that has plagued the department since the pandemic began. You guys get the point from there. This is this is what Hillary Clinton says is a good idea. Fire these people that don't obey her. Fire these people that 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 fire these people that have legitimate concerns, legitimate worries. Fire these people who who again are the best. They may not be the brightest. I think we all know a couple of firefighters who who got a couple of screws loose and a couple of cops who aren't all all there. These are the people that Joe Biden says, "Hey, fire them." These are the people that Hillary Clinton says, "Hey, hey, hey, fire them." These are the type of people that run into buildings, run into dangerous situations to come take care of you. And the suits in Washington think that this is a good thing to do away with. No, it's not. Like that's what. Like I, I again. Where's where's the screen at? I gotta let me put a pause on that because I just get this image, right? Of just waves after waves after waves. For the first wave of people who took the shot were the well-intentioned, good-meaning people who were addicted to Snapchat, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and all this other stuff who just wanted to get their cute little vaccine vaccinated sticker and then just get back to their life. That was the first wave. These were the well well-intentioned. Useful idiots, the blissful ignorance, the people who had no idea what's going on, they got victimized. Next are the people who were like, oh, well, I think that's all a conspiracy theory. I'm going to jump into that trap. Bam, they're victimized. They're hurt by it. And so now you have the people who like, we're, we're so many waves into people being hurt by this vaccine and by this situation now that you see the tide turning. You see them saying, oh, well, now we need to figure out how to force people to take this. And I just see it happening like that, wave after wave. First, it's the good people. Uh, then it's the curious people. Then it's the people who think, oh, well, that's got it. That, that, that couldn't be true. You know, and then it's the people who, 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 who study it. And then, you know, it, it, it's just, it's very sophisticated how they pulled this off. And so right now we're in the wave. We're so far into this that now they're coming after kids that are five to 11. I think in some places they're talking about kids as young as three. In China, kids as young as three, uh, but 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 this is this is what's happening, man. And so you don't think firefighters, folks that are out there again, seeing the day to day, the gruesome aspects of it, picking bodies off the street, shooting Narcan in the legs of people who overdose. You don't think they're seeing people who have had severe adverse vaccine reactions, and they think to themselves, "Good God, I'm not going to subject myself to this experiment." They do. I've talked to a couple of firefighters. I have a couple of buddies. I got a couple of cop buddies too who say the same thing. And so they know what's going on, but they have no idea how to fight this because it is institutional corruption. And it's dangerous because the public safety is being compromised. It was being compromised at the start of the pandemic to where they didn't want to perform CPR or be around people because, oh, well, they might have the COVID. We don't understand the nature of this virus. We are seeing such a very, very sophisticated and organized destruction of humanity and, 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 and a depreciation of human life that it is wild. It is scary. It does need to be talked about. This isn't something that needs to just go silent. This is, this, is, this is one of the biggest 
travesties in human history that I really do think it sometimes escapes people uh, because they can't they can't believe that something this evil would go on. I'm ranting. I'm raving. It's just it's 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 phenomenal again to think that these scumbags uh, are able to get away with this. Let me get back into the radar read. Let me get back into these articles with you good people, because I do want to touch on uh, Russ Dizdar. I want to point that out and spend some time again, uh, just talking about that, man. I don't want to say we have Christian roots, but a fair amount, like that's the crazy thing. A fair amount of our, of our, of our audience, so to speak, our follower base, I think is a better way to say it. When we started on Instagram, a fair amount of our base was Christian conservatives, police officers, uh, military, law enforcement. Uh, we, we, we had like such a very, very consistent uh, follower base that is still there. That to see this just unfold the way that it is, it's crazy. And so that's what that's what it's going to take. It's going to take people getting upset, sacrificing, pulling out from these situations and taking that leap of faith. I'll say this and I'll get back into the news crews. It's like a perfect example of this is uh, firefighters or firefighters and police officers are walking off of their jobs um, all around the country. And I think over the weekend, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said, hey, if you guys recently left your position of employment in your local district, in your local town, come to Florida, we'll pay you an extra five thousand dollars to come be a police officer here. And so, again, this isn't a, this isn't a police state push. This isn't like let's worship the state. This is a hey, let's let's really look at how we are actually being attacked. Let's look at the sophistication of the assault that is happening on our nation right now. Like uh, if, if we were to be invaded right now, the typical invasion where there's troops on the ground, there's tanks on the street, there's soldiers around every corner. We would be taken over so easily because, again, our defense forces have been crippled. Our military has been weakened and compromised by this day, this deadly shot. If 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 because our enemies are looking at us, if we were to get invaded right now, it would not be a pretty picture. Oh, man. So uh, let me continue on. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm telling you. It is wild. Yeah, right here. China will begin vaccinating children as young as three years old as cases spread. Yeah. Don't take it from me. This is a wonderful idea. This is a wonderful idea. Children as young as three will start receiving COVID-19 vaccines in China, where 70 76% of the population has been fully vaccinated and authorities are maintaining a zero tolerance policy towards outbreaks. According to the Associated Press, local city and provincial level governments in at least five provinces issued notices in recent days announcing that children ages 3 to 11 will be required to get their vaccination. The expansion of the vaccination campaign comes as part of China take new clampdown measures to try to stamp out small outbreaks. Now, let me, I think I got my show notes right here. Yeah. Let me, let me look at this real quick. I think the other ones are over there. Because it was season, it was episode 1131. 
where in the second segment, vaccines happen. The final article I had covered in that segment was how China had prepared for a large-scale COVID-19 outbreak. And then the last episode, we talked about how, what, they just started randomly spraying biological materials (laughs) in New York City subways. And so what I'm trying to say is they're preparing for another outbreak, but they're preparing for another lockdown. This time it'll be the unvaccinated that are causing it. When really we'll know that it's these new variations, these new variants that they're injecting children with, that they're injecting uh, the vulnerable populations with. That's what the lambda strain is. That's what the mu the mu variant is. That's what these vaccine vari- uh, vaccine resistant variants are. We're, we're, we're turning our bodies into friggin' biological weapons manufacturing facilities. So no, this is not a good idea. We should not be vaccinating children as young as three years old. Unless, unless you're the type of person uh, that wants to see death, that wants to see pericarditis, that wants to see myocarditis, that wants to see dystonia, that wants to see muscular dystrophy, that wants to see seizures, right? That wants to see blood clots left and right. This is not a good thing. But see, that's what's happening right now. I got that in one of my notes right here, in one of my little scribbles. People are clout chasing when it comes to this type of stuff. You understand people are willing, like the, the same way that people are willing to subject their children to transgender experiments that end up adversely affecting the minds and the biology of the children of the experiments that they're done on. People are willing to cloud chase for God knows what and affect their children. They will sacrifice your children to do it. That's basically what this is. This is child sacrifice. And we're not going to see the, the effects of this right off the bat. We're not going to. Well, the sad part is, is we are. And they're covering that up. It is incredible. I'll have to talk more about that this week on the podcast episode. But I mean, it. good Lord, it is incredible to think about this. It's like, I don't know. My baby girl is going to be seven weeks old come Wednesday. And I think I look at her precious eyes that resemble vortexes that pull me in, that are magnetic. And I could not think to myself, yep, now's the time to get your shot up, pumpkin. I couldn't I couldn't look at her young, nubile, developing body and think, oh my God, I've got to run to Pharma. I've got to run to Pfizer. I've got to run to Johnson. I've, I, somebody take care of my baby other than me. I, I, I couldn't comprehend that, even though we are in a pandemic right now, quote unquote. I could not imagine that. I tell you what I could imagine. Hopping my wife up on vitamin C, vitamin D3, iodine, zinc, selenium, and saying, baby, religiously take these so that that goodness gets into my my child as you breastfeed her. That's what I could conceptualize because that's what God intended. God did not intend for me to just subject my child to experimental therapies because daddy was too lazy to figure out what things would benefit her immune system. No. You pay for what you don't know. People are paying and pay, paying in full, and the children are the ones that get sacrificed. This is a travesty. It's a, you know the other the other day. I'll say this, and I got to move on. I was watching one of KJ's videos. I think I've mentioned it here before already, and how there is some particular, some type of matter 
in one in some of these vials, and they are they are injecting people with some crazy stuff, man, with aluminum and carbon substances that literally coalesce, come together in the body like it's a a, a fertile soil, and then grow.
Oh, sorry about that. Uh, this is just a snapshot again to show you the type of people that we are dealing with. That if they are willing to purposely infect puppies with with um, purposely infect puppies with sand flies and attach electrodes to the brains of monkeys, you know why would they not come up with a dangerous experimental gene therapy and disguise it as a vaccine? Uh, audio listeners, you guys can't see this, so I'll just go ahead and describe it to you. But it is a quick video of how the NIH wasted over $16 million of your tax dollars uh, to lock up monkeys and drill holes into their heads. Yep. Then screw restraint devices into their skulls. It, is, it, it really is a gruesome sight. Um, and inject toxins that destroy parts of their brains. Again, this is all underneath Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm going to go ahead and stop that. This is all done underneath Anthony Fauci, the man that created AIDS, the man that's doing everything he's doing here and now. And again, we just found out this guy tortures puppies. Tortures puppies. He runs in the caves and finds sketchy bats and mix all kinds of chemicals. The, the dude's a mad scientist. The dude is an evil, mad scientist. And a puppet who knows he's been caught. That's why he just says the same thing over and over and over again, encouraging you to get your shot, telling you that the only way you're going to get out of this is vaccinated. He knows that he's been caught, so he's got to repeat the same line over and over and over again. Because if he deviates from script, well, guess what? He could be incriminating himself. He's going to get brought up on charges, don't you? Oh, you bet. Don't. You know, he's <laughs> He will be brought up on charges. I think, uh, what, look at this. I think, speaking of charges and Dr. Anthony Fauci, I think Senator Rand Paul came out just the other day saying that Fauci needs to be fired. He had a powerful interview on Axios uh, where he slammed Fauci. Yeah, I think we have the clip. We'll play this, and then we'll probably take a break right after. We'll start talking about Russ Dizdar on the other side. But uh, here is Senator Rand Paul calling out Dr. Anthony Fauci for the scum he is. For a re-election this year, you just set a record for your quarterly fundraising uh, for a Senate race. And one of your donation pages says, fire Dr. Fauci. Hmm. How helpful has that been? You know, I think that people across the country are very disturbed at uh, how much he's lied, basically, that he's in charge of the entire thing. You've adherence. Yeah, we're still going at it. We have brand new news today, you know, that says that the NIH is now admitting that there was gain-of-function research there, and he lied about it. Yeah, so this, so this is a, yeah. this is a letter from uh, the National Institutes of Health to Congress, and it acknowledges funding research uh, in Wuhan that you and Dr. Fauci have gone at it about. Right. And so in the letter, they acknowledge that, yes, uh, the viruses did gain in function. They became more uh, dangerous. So they've created a virus that doesn't exist in nature. It's become more dangerous. That is gain of function. Now, they try to justify it by saying, well, it was an unexpected result. I'm not sure I would buy that. Think about it. You take an unknown virus, you combine it with another virus, and you get a super virus. You have no idea whether it gains functions or loses function. That's what the experiment is. But I don't know how anybody could argue that that's not gain-of-function research. So, Senator, you had a hot tweet. You said, I told you so, doesn't even begin to cover it here. What should happen next? 
Well, he should be fired. I mean, the thing is, he's he, still. Dr. Fauci should be fired. Absolutely. By the president. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, is just for lack of judgment, if nothing else, I don't, you know, he's probably never going to admit that he lied. He's going to continue to dissemble and try to work around the truth and massage the truth. Let me go out on a limb. President Biden is not going to fire Dr. Fauci. So what can Congress do or what are you going to try to do? We're calling for an investigation uh, and, and hearings on this. We've been calling for that for months. But you're right, there's been a great deal of resistance on the Democrat side. But would we not want to know the origin of the virus and to know if it came from a lab, particularly since this research still goes on? Powerful stuff from Senator Rand Paul. More of that. That's what we need. Please pray for Senator Rand Paul. We need our leadership to stand up. I mean, we need our entire nation to stand up, stand up for America, stand up for the truth. We need to learn to fight back. We need to learn to push back now because there will not be another opportunity like this in the future. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back right after this. Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids, as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Those lives and share truth. This Freedom Faction, out. back just like that super short break trying to get better at my time management skills but thank you for joining us thank you for sticking around 
if you want us to stick around, if you appreciate the work we do and you want me to get better at my time management skills, support this operation by going to patreon.com forward slash the noise era or help me out by going to the noise and tell me, can you get to our exclusive content from there? Can you get access to all the things we're doing? We're growing to fit the need. We need your guys' support to keep that sustained pressure going, to keep the foot on the pedal so we can keep going, pedal to the metal, so we can keep the fight going. Patreon.com, Porsche slash The Noise Era, or just go to TheNoiseEra.com. There's a multitude of ways to support this operation. And without your guys' continued support, prayers, and more, we will follow along on the wayside. And that is definitely not something that suits my attitude. <laughs> yeah, just 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 giving up, walking away, throwing up my hands and saying, shucks, this is all I can do, does not fit the mold. So again, if you guys want to support the operation, you appreciate what we're doing, you want us to do more, you like these shows we do here, you want to see us do more shows, you want to see us have guests back on, you want to see us branch out, build out the operation, we can only do that with your guys' continued support. Patreon.com forward slash the noise era or go to the noise era.com. What is what's the link for that? I'll ask this real quick and then we will go uh, back to website. What's the link for this? Let me go ahead and pull it up. I can just say it super cool in one file, one, one quick way. Uh, the noise era.com forward slash exclusive dash content. That's how I say it. I'm going to fix that because that's a mouthful. I don't want to say that. I'm just going to say thenoiseera.com forward slash exclusive. I'm going to fix that because that sounds way cooler. Anyway, let's go ahead and start the show or at least get into this segment. Uh, you know, we may be doing, we, we, we may add a little bit of a news cruise in it, but primarily I want to focus on uh, this piece of troubling information that came out over the weekend or at least it happened before the weekend. I only found out it on the weekend uh, because I wasn't, I, I, I had more time to myself. Uh, but right here, Russ Dizdar, man of God, died. Check his cause of death for slash reason. Uh, this comes from Social Telecast. It's by Kashav Sar- Sar- Sarayan. This isn't a, a news outlet that we normally frequent. I had just typed it into the search engine, uh, Russ Dizdar dead. And and this was one of the articles that popped up. And, and I was listening to Steve Quayle, like I said earlier at the start of the transmission on Mike Adams' show, The Health Ranger. Uh, and the way that Steve had described it is it sounds like he got, t- he, he, he got targeted. He got targeted. He said that he didn't even have time to make it to uh, the hospital. And I'm just like, my heart's, my heart breaks hearing stuff like this uh, because this is this is such a powerhouse. Russ Dizdar was such a powerhouse that he did not deserve to go out like that. And I mean, I know nobody knows their time and their place, man. But and I, I mean, I guess I guess that's like the silver line. And that's the beauty of the situation. At least he was able to be around his loved ones, you know, and he went quick. But it's just let's 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 read this. And then, you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about it. It says the popular evangelist Russ Dizdar has passed away 
on the 18th of October in 2021. Ever since the news took place, everyone is surrounded by a wave of grief because no one even imagined that their favorite human will leave them forever in such a suspicious way. Everyone is praying for his family and his close ones so that they could get enough strength to bear the pain of a great loss. Uncounted people are paying tribute to him through social media because these days, due to the situation of the pandemic, visiting can be prevented. To get to know more, check the details given below, such as his wiki bio, his net worth, Instagram, family, etc. It says, as per the exclusive report and sources, Russ Dizdar was suffering from the lethal death of the, from the lethal disease and his health was kept deteriorating as time was passing and his health complications were increased enough as well, uh, which became major, which became the major cause of death. But still, no confirmation has been reported related to his death cause because several reports are coming. So it is hard to consider one unless his close ones make any announcement. Everyone is keeping their eyes on each activity of them, but hither though, no confirmations have been made. Uh, and then it says, who was Russ Dizdar? It says Russ Dizdar was a pastor by profession and served in plenty of Christian congregations in his life. First, he joined AOF church as pastor and spent so many years, approximately 30 of his years he has spent as a pastor Hence, uncounted people considered him as a, quote, man of God or a, quote, warrior of God. He had invited as, as a special guest to speak in several radio shows for interviews. That doesn't do him justice. The dude's a legend. Uh, dude is a legitimate legend. He used to address his admirers for following the path of faith. But unfortunately, he is no longer among us, which is a matter of great sorrow that left everyone in shock. Let me, you know, I'm going to let me stop this right here because that's. We're going to go to his we're going to go to his website and i'm going to sit here and talk to you guys about that real quick i might go ahead and just buy a couple more copies of the black awakening by russ Dizdar because i cannot understate and overstate the impact that this man has had in my work um, in the development of this operation and so much, man, like you ever, I don't know if you guys, you ever have like something you listen to when you're just like, I need the word of God. I need some power. I'm having a bad day. I don't want to pick up the Bible. I don't want to, <laughs> I just, I, I just need somebody to talk truth to me. You ever have like somebody like that? That was Russ was that for me. It's like everything he said. Like the man literally spoke Greek to you as he was just like preaching. And it's uh it's 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 like that that's where Russ was where I got uh Arcanum Machina, right? Techno sorcery, you know, and the Mysterium. And so and so I learned so much from this man that it is a it is truly a shame uh that he has passed. He has taken well before his time there it is yeah welcome tuesday october 12th 2021 russ is out very sick please pray oh man and i'll put i'll put russ's link in the description bar below too so you guys can check him out um if you have time i would i would highly recommend you guys listen to him i would highly recommend that you check out some of the information he's put out there i mean monday to friday Live at 6 p.m. every day. He's he's putting out a show. 
oh my gosh, it's just the man was a, a wealth of knowledge. I mean, look at this right here. How to get rid of dark spirits, spiritual warfare, praying against dark. Uh, like if 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 you guys have time, I would highly recommend you go look into his work. Let's see if we can play a little bit of 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 his uh of his content on the show. Go ahead and pull this up for you guys because uh I would be I am willing to take some time away from what we're saying just to play a little bit of Russ. Here's the last thing he put out. How to get rid of dark spirits. Hey, this is Russ Dizdar. We are doing this session, How to Get Rid of Dark Spirits. Some have called this auto-deliverance. Let me be praying. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray right now, everyone listening, wherever in the world, and whatever time, that you would deliver them in the name of Jesus. I pray right now by the omnipresence of the living Christ, by the authority of Christ, I command every demonic spirit to be broken, crushed, and I pray for individuals listening right now to be delivered. May the Spirit of God convict of sin lead to freedom in Christ and forgiveness. And may the power of the Spirit of God be operative in the listener's life. May your love in you, Lord Jesus, embrace them. Anyone lost, may you save them, God, in the midst of hearing. Wherever there is interference that are tempted to block, we ask you to crush all demonic work entities in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this right now. We ask your blessing on all those who listen. In Jesus' name. I want to say again, welcome. This is Russ Dizdar. We're going to do a session on uh, how to get rid of dark spirits, a little bit shorter than the earlier one I did about a year ago. And uh, both of them, I think, will, are going to be good. But uh, like all things, it's not exhaustive. But simply... Um, as I look at the Word of God, First John 3, 8, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. And so when we talk about this and know our authority and we live uh, with the armor of God on and live in the power of God, in the mission of God, evangelism, to the world that we live in today, we're going to definitely deal with demonic presence battling us, stopping us, or trying to stop us, and or... Um, well, let me, let me deal with four areas of demonic presence. And every believer listening right now should remember Ephesians 6, about having the mighty power of God manifest in your life. How do you do that? Put on the full armor of God. Now, this session isn't on the armor of God, but you should know it. It is uh, what every single believer should have been discipled in in the first six months of their walk in Christ. Have the full armor of God on. Listen, when you read Ephesians 6, the struggle, the battle, the warfare is not against flesh and blood. It is against those rulers, principalities, powers uh, in the heavenly realms, the forces, the full forces of darkness. There's a battle. This is the reason Jesus gave to us authority. When we go back to Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, and in the context of sending out laborers and those who are going to preach the gospel and heal the sick in Jesus' name, but also in Jesus' name, with the authority Christ has given to command out and off of individuals' dark spirits. 
Jesus said the words, I have given you, perfect tense, I have given you, and it remains forever. I have given you authority to trample on the demonic realm, literally the demonic realm, and to overcome, that is, have victory over all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Now, again, study the chapter well and understand as a believer in Christ, you should be able to appropriate. That is, say, Lord, I acknowledge that you've given me authority. I accept this authority for what it's supposed to do. It is supposed to be used to come against dark powers, demons. So right now, Lord, I accept the authority that you have given me that lives and dwells within me. Powerful stuff, huh? Again, I'll put the link for that in the description. But in the episode article uh, accompanying this transmission, that was Rusty Dizdar. That was the powerhouse. That's why I tell you, when you just when you want the word of God, when you want a man of God, when you want somebody that understands the times and more, I would just turn on Russ, uh, because you know that was a man that has over thirty years of doing what we are doing here today. Just, just telling you how it is. His book, The Black Awakening, talks about again uh, the the Black Flame, Nazis. MK Ultra, mind control experiments, satanic ritual abuse, how there are the split multiples is what he calls them. Uh, DID, dissociative identity disorder, multiple personality disorder, uh, people who have parts of their, 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 their brain fragmented and broken off so that they can have different personalities inside of them. This is the type of work that Russ Dizdar did. And the fact that this, this again, this powerhouse, this man of God is gone. It, it, uh, it's it it goes beyond it being a shame. It goes beyond being a shame. You know, Rosa, I think what we'll do in the future to give tribute to Rob Skiba uh, is we will we'll, we'll, we'll do a separate transmission for him. Uh, because Russ Isdar was clearly somebody that I respected, somebody I listened to as frequently as I could whenever I had the time. And, you know, he's not heavily news based. Right. He does incorporate news and what's going on. But that's not the word that he wants you to listen to. He wants you to listen to the word of God. He wants you to pay attention to the larger picture here to understand the roots of this evil, the systemic evil, why it will intensify. And again, why we have to know our authority in Christ and, and, and challenge these people. Again, I'm not a, I'm not, I, I was not a, a, a deep believer uh, in Christianity and, and so much more when I started this, but whenever you get to a point like this and you see it so overtly, you have no other option other than choosing the light, choosing God, choosing Christ. Uh, and Russ Dizdar was a huge proponent in, in that man. And again, to think that he is gone and the fact that they had an assassination attempt on Steve Quayle, uh, this is very troubling. This is very worrisome because it shows like, all right, the gloves are off. They're getting very serious uh, about silencing people, about shutting down dissent, and consolidating information. Uh, at, at they they're they're making their move. Like I think this is that's the easiest way to describe it. They're making their move. They're coming after the resistance. I mean, the fact that they have people locked up in in uh, in Washington over January sixth. That's one thing. But this is something else entirely. They're killing people. I mean, John McAfee's dead. 
Like I said, Russ Dizdar is dead. Rob Skeeb is dead. They tried to assassinate Steve Quayle. I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time until they get people like Alex Jones. And then once once these heavy hitters, I mean, that's why I say pray for Rand Paul. Pray for America. Pray for Ron DeSantis. I mean, his wife has breast cancer. Pray for the leadership of this true resistance because they are trying to shut it down. They do not want people to have hope. And they think the best way to stop this rebellion, to stop this resistance, to stop this great awakening is to take out the rebel leaders, is to take out the thought leaders, is to take out the people who are doing the work. Rush Limbaugh's dead, right? Think about, again, how many people that they're just normalizing you to, to, to say goodbye to. And I know a lot of people are desensitized right now with all the COVID stuff going on, the vaccine that's going on. We have this weird relationship with death right now to where it doesn't have the same impact it did three years ago. That's a problem. We have been effectively desensitized. We no longer cherish, prize, and value life. We cannot let these people win. We have to celebrate we have, we have got to celebrate our champions, man. We have got to exalt them. We've got to put them up there because they did it all for us. And again, the, the flip side of that is what happens once those champions are gone. Are you going to step up? These people know. These people knew what they were stepping into, and they were committed. They were committed. They gave their all. They, were, they, they ate, slept, and breathed what we are doing here. They built their entire life and their entire operations against fighting this. That's the level of commitment we've got to see. And we may not see it. We may not because we have been effectively demoralized. We have been broken. We have been attacked. You would think that this only inspires people to, 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 to work harder, to become stronger, to, to attack the enemy, to be more assertive, to understand the times. It's had the exact opposite effect. People have cowered in fear. They've withered. They've faltered. They've been broken. And this is what they want. They don't want an awakened and enlightened and an empowered people rising up, fighting back against this. Again, knowing their authority, calling out these devils for who they are and putting them on their heels, making them march back. They don't want that. What they want is people who are fearful, scared, confused, and more. And you know what? One of the things I've noticed doing this is it's usually the Christians who are the strongest type of people. That's why they receive so much flack. It's people who are principled, people who believe in a higher power and know that a higher power is working to provide for them that pave that way. And that's where I'm trying to get to. At the end of the day, that's where I'm trying to get to. I kissed it doing the social media, doing the Instagram. I kissed it. I touched it. I licked it. That sounds a little gross, uh, but you get the point. I kissed it. We touched it. We understood that that was a possibility. That may not be where we should have been. We should have been in a different configuration, and I understand that. You see, what I what I, I'll say this, and I'll play this quick clip of Steve Quayle talking about his his assassination attempt, and why we should unfortunately begin to expect even more assassination attempts, even more of our leaders being targeted. I'm trying to get to a point where we where we all should be, where everything you do, again, all the work you do, the money you make, the people you network with, the things you create, is to draw a line in the sand and push this to, and push it back. We know, due to prophecy, that certain things are supposed to unfold. 
that's not what we're here to talk about. What we're here to talk about is what we can do temporally in our time frame, and why we have a charge, a calling to do this. Every single person listening right now has that same charge, has that same calling. That's why I feel borderline disgusting sometimes getting up here asking you guys to support us. But you know what the, you know what it's for. It's not for me. It's for all of us. It's for this. It's for this operation. It's for this fight. It's for God. It's for the truth. It's for the future. It's not for us. That's why we have been given everything that we have been given. That's why the truth was been. That's why the truth has been revealed to us. That's why I'm not telling you to roll up your sleeves and die. I'm telling you to put that put that poison down and fight. Stand up for something. Don't fall for everything that these people are telling you. I, I I'm I'm ranting. I want to get to the point with this operation and more. We're the same way we were able to touch lives on social media. It's the same way that we're able to affect change in the real world. That's what it's always been about. And that's what all of our efforts should be. It's not for self-glorification. It's not even for gratification. At this point, it should be for confirmation. You should understand, again, the depths of what we're going up against and why we have to give it our all. And I talked about this just the other week. I talked about this with uh, with you guys on the show. And various other people, like throughout town, how crazy it is that we are now in a time of conscious evil. Yep, conscious evil. These degenerate Satanists know full well what they are doing. They know that they have committed. And we we, we said this. Is there a war within the Illuminati? Are there warring factions, right? Do we have an even aggressive, an even more aggressive mutation of the Illuminati taking over who are hell-bent on seeing a fair amount of the population Uh, be extinct. Hell yeah. That's where we're at. And they know what they're doing. But do we know what we have to do? I think a lot of people don't want to make the, make the decisions that they know they have to make because we want to go, we, we, we want to go back to sleep. We want to go back to quote normal. We don't want to make those decisions. But the problem is, is if you don't make that decision, somebody else will make that decision for you. Do you want that? Do you want somebody else declaring you a part of the problem? Or do you want to have a say in your future? Do you want to have a say in what goes on in your world? We either speak up now while while we're minorly inconvenienced, or we could try to push back as they take us away to these extermination camps. Let me play for you guys real quick this clip, and then we'll pick it up on the other side. This is just of Steve Quayle uh, briefly mentioning with Mike Adams is him him surviving uh, his assassination attempt? Just just surviving an assassination attempt. How wild is that? That these are the days that we are in. Again, men of God, Christians are being come after. This isn't Pastor uh, Arthur, Pastor Arthur Pawlowski, shouting back, "Get back, you Nazi Gestapo scum!" In Canada only for him to get later arrested on a tarmac. This isn't Pastor Arthur. Arthur. This isn't Pastor Greg Locke having snakes put in his, put in his church. This is, this is Steve Quayle surviving an assassination attempt. Russ Dizdar passing away through, through, through very, very shady means, as well as Rub Skiba dying. These are Christian leaders, people who were pushing back against this narrative, calling, out, calling it out for what it was. 
What did Carlo? What did what did Archbishop Carlo Vigiano call it? A satanic plan for global domination. This is the this is the adversary making their moves. Here's Steve Quayle with Mike Adams talking about his assassination attempt. Welcome to the Health Ranger Report on Brighton.tv. Today, arguably the most important interview that I've done all year. You're not going to want to miss this. I've got Steve Quayle here with an exclusive interview. They tried to execute him and they failed and he survived. He has uh, partially recovered. He joins us today, uh, even with an oxygen supply to tell us what happened and how they're trying to take out truth tellers across America through actual coordinated executions. Also today, I'm going to be talking with Steve Quayle about the coming food riots that are being engineered for across the country. The National Guard troops are going to be taking over the supply chain across this country. It's military martial law and starvation for our country. Stay with us here. We're going to talk about this today. You don't want to miss this one. Okay, welcome back to the Health Ranger Report here on Brighton.tv. As I said in the intro, the most important interview, I believe, that I've done all year. And I'm joined by one of the, I, I don't even know how, how to introduce Steve Quayle. He was 20 years ahead of all of us. He, he blazed the path so that we could be here today to speak these words of truth to you. And they tried to take him out recently, and they almost did, but they failed. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for joining me today, sir. I'm I'm humbled that you would join me and that I'm, 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 I feel blessed that you have the strength in your recovery to be able to talk with us today. Well, Mike, thank you so much. And again, thank you for filling in in my absence. And, you know, you have did an amazing as usual job. Uh, true heart gratefulness. Gary Haven filled in. Dave Hodges, those of you, Daniel Holdings, that, you know, took up the slack for me. Thank you very much. But three weeks ago, almost a month ago, uh, Dave Hodges received information from his RSOP, a uh, special operations friend, and I was able to validate it of the people they wanted to take out, kill, murder, get rid of. We were on the list. I was on the list. You were on the list. Dave was on the list. I mean, the list is what it is. It's on the internet. And that they would use a bioweaponized cover in order to uh, cover up the tracks so that it would be just those anti-vaxxers that died. And you're already seeing it. I've seen some of the, you know, happy that uh, Russ Dizdar's dead. God rebuke those devils. And the fact that I'm not, you know, and all that. But here's what this is about, ladies and gentlemen. Alternative news, what you've been getting from Mike all these years, what you've been getting from me, what you've been getting from Alex, what you've been getting from Dave, what you've been getting from Doug Hagman, all of them. All of it in real time was always attacked as fear porn, fear mongering, or some psychotronic MK Ultra term to die and to try and denigrate and discredit us. Now, what Mike just said about the opening of a complete supply chain takeover, takedown, and the attendant of uh, uh, results of what that's going to look like is very, very, very ugly. And even now, as we have a million containers uh, sitting off the east and west coast, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to imagine when those containers come ashore and, in essence, 
they're loose and, 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 and the ultimate beachcombing experience takes place because very soon people are going to figure it out. We're starving here. All that stuff's out there. Each container has $100,000 of everything from food to parts, you name it. Well, some, some of those containers have parts that I ordered. I mean, we can't even get air conditioning units for our, um, our own operation. But, but, but Steve, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I do want to get into the supply chain issues. But first, people are so concerned about your health and your recovery. There were prayers for you. So many people texted me asking me about your status. You were keeping me posted. I was keeping them posted. Please tell us about what happened. What happened? Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and uh, you know, uh, thank you. I'll stay on track. And again, I apologize. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's as hard for me at this point to do it. But here's what needs to understand. I was feeling great about three weeks ago until about six or seven o'clock at night when I just simply started not being able to breathe. I had been on hydroxychloroquine. I had been taking ivermectin prophylactically, but something happened, Mike, that they I'm with my wife on the phone from the East Coast. He said, you got to get in the hospital right away. My CRP value was up around 500. I said 400. I, I was off by 100. Uh, that's my reactive protein, meaning that's how sick you are. Uh, when I got into the emergency room, it was a battle. All I had to say is I was on ivermectin, and uh, the emergency room physician did not take kindly to that. As a matter of fact, uh, let's, I don't know what was worse, the storm going on in my body or the storm going on in the emergency room over fighting the protocols. I insisted... I insist, I want people to understand this, that they put immediately on me a DNR, a do not resuscitate bracelet. Mine happened to be magenta. I then insisted that everyone present in the room acknowledge that under no circumstances was I to be on a vent. And this was in the emergency room. And I made clear, I mean, I was ornery. I make no apologies for that. But I thank God it was. They would only allow my wife, Loretta, to stay with me uh, until they moved me into ICU and started, you know, uh, taking care of me. But, Mike, I can tell you this. The people that think this is a bunch of BS, it is a very real bioweapon. And the effect of the cytokine storm uh, that took over my body. Remember, I'm on a prophylactic dose of ivermectin and also hydroxychloroquine, I'm taking vitamin D, I'm taking zinc, and I had just finished a week of azithromycin before that. So the point that was confusing to me is the fact that how could I be in a prophylactic mode and have all this stuff coming down and then hearing the emergency blood reports going on and asking my wife, because I, I have hearing aids, I think people know that, I don't hear very well, what does it mean? and hearing the prognosis, had it not been for the people of God. And I wanna make this clear, there's no melodrama. Once you're there, you're there. You know that you either leave that hospital or you're going to heaven out of that hospital. At least you know Jesus you are. And so there was no question in my mind, that was the point I was at. I, the, that was made very clear to me. So in essence, what happened immediately, I had to get on supplementary oxygen which I'm on right now, four liters per minute. And I want to make people understand something. 
There are things you have to anticipate about the next round of bioweapons that people should have on hand ahead of time. And one of them is an oxygen concentrator. When you need it, you cannot get it. When you need it, you'll have to have a prescription for it. And supplementing your oxygen, when your blood oxygen level gets down in the 50, 60, and, and high 70s max, is a very deadly thing. At, pretty soon you die of oxygen uh, deprivation. During that whole time, Mike, I was conscious of the fact that I didn't know the details at that moment, but I believe I've shared those details with you through another medium that was secure. But come to find out, I know, and I'm not going to say anything so people can, I know who ordered it, the hit. I know the purpose for the hit was to discourage all the young, uh, if you will, all news people. I knew that it was to blame the COVID-19. And you're already seeing the artificial intelligence programs out there that are taking on me and others. And, you know, uh, I guess they, they're unhappy we're alive. Well, thank the Lord that they're unhappy we're alive. But what was it a... Uh... Was it a, a, a skin-penetrating toxic nanoparticle hit? Was it a contact poison? Was it an aerosolized attack on, on your entire house? Or how do you think this attack this was point, I believe it was a specifically aerosolized attack upon us. My wife came down with it first. Uh, you know, she, she basically, uh, great shape, uh, amazing shape, health-wise and stuff. But I believe it was a specific aerosolized attack. And remember, I'm one of the guys that's been yelling the, the loudest, and I have, and I'll stand by this record of the DNA capture through all the testing that's gone on, through all of the different tests that have gone on, to be able to racially uh, specify genotype or even, you know, uh, a specific target and develop a bioweapon for that target exclusively. And, and quite candidly, Mike, nobody believed that years ago. Uh, when I first wrote about it, Bring No Evil. Now, here's what this is about. This is about getting people to pray for Mike Adams, getting people to pray for Doug Hagman, getting people to cover Alex, getting people to realize, ladies and gentlemen, the reason we're a threat to them is because the plans they have, and what Mike and I are going to talk about, are so evil. And Mike, you know what's interesting? When they target you individually, and they came that close to taking me out, it, it, let's just say this, if my attitude was bad before, it is ultimately realistic now, okay? I mean, there is no Pollyanna does the end times in me that exists. These people are murderous, monstrous, uh, I'll, I'll, I want to be careful, it's your show. Uh, I have a word I would use, but even that doesn't work anymore. But I would say this, these people are willing to kill the human race, and ladies and gentlemen, they're starting, they're babies, there's nobody exempt. And for those of you who think that's a bunch of BS, that think this is a metaphor, think this is melodrama, look around at how many people are dying and they won't even tell the truth on the vaccination-related deaths. Yet we're watching the most draconian efforts in the history of the world that make the Third Reich look like, you know, brownies and, and Boy Scout. Well, you're not, you're not kidding. The, the White House is announcing now a plan to roll out 28 million vaccine doses to inject children ages 5 to 11 uh, as soon as the, quote, approval comes across. The, this is mass genocide targeting innocent children. It, it, it puts the Holocaust 
to shame in terms of the scale of the millions of American children that are being slaughtered by this bioweapons injection. So you're you're absolutely right, Steve. There, there, this this is an evil upon our planet that has never before been witnessed in the history of our known civilization. Historically unequaled wickedness that is going to literally account uh, biblically for two thirds of the human race being wiped out. I love what Ted Nugent said, you know, about the people that are just willingly going along with it and the, the their their uh, if you will their sheep-like bay. You know, they just that's all they they're and and. Mike, usually sheep don't want to be around wolves. We've got a nation of sheep that want to jump into the, the mouths of wolves and be devoured. And, and again, here's the thing. Where, where is the truth? There's only one source of truth that I know. At the alt news, I mean, God knows you don't spend the hours you spend, I spend, we spend, collectively all of us spend, because we're just trying to you know fill the headlines of our websites for the day. And so I want people to understand that there is no expectation of truth, no expectation of anyone coming to your aid. You're watching the complete communist takeover, takedown, but more importantly, the destruction and the annihilation of the human race. And Mike, if you can say it any clearer than I can, my brother, please do, because I don't know how. I have lost the realm of speech in human uh, containment to be able to articulate the lateness of the the hour. Yeah. I, I just, I, I have lost it. Well, yeah. You and I both warned about this. And, you know, I warned about it in the speech at your event in 2019. Before COVID, I said that they were preparing Earth for a post-human era. And I remember at the time, people thought, what? What are you talking about? How are they going to get rid of humans? Well, now, now we know. But before we move into that discussion and more, Steve, just let me ask you a question. To what do you credit your your survival of this attempted assassination. You were very close to dying. Yeah, I was close as you can get. And look, again, without melodrama, I attribute within five minutes, the word went out worldwide and, and worldwide that I was in trouble. Mike, I knew I was in trouble. Trouble meaning I, I honestly didn't expect to make it. I was asking the Lord God, had I fulfilled what you called me to do? And again, ladies and gentlemen, when they target you and, and you know that someone gave the order to kill you, it puts it into a whole different perspective. But what I attribute it to is people who prayer really does change things and, and people all over the world, Mike. And then you were keeping people informed. I want people to understand something, too. I was doing my best. I know that there are incoherent texts coming out of me, uh, you know, to Mike to keep him informed. And, and some of the prayer groups around the world. But one of my brothers that Mike's familiar with, science guy, called people, even in the persecuted countries that I guess know who I am, we're talking China, we're talking Iranian Christians, to pray for me. And and that blew my mind. Because again, I expect to see the following morning. I just didn't. So... Let me ask you, too, about you were taking ivermectin prophylactically and some hydroxychloroquine. Um, do you believe that without those, you wouldn't have made it? Or was that I, I that think that was helpful. I think it was uh, it helped me uh, pretty traumatically, uh, traumatically, meaning without them, I think I would have expired. 
uh, I can say this, that the, the value of them is though in recognizing, I wanna make this clear too. I'm on record as understanding how the messenger RNA vaccines work. I also understand the ability to tweak specific targets with specific variables based on their genotype, okay? What I'll cut through the crap for everybody. That just means they had my DNA and I don't flatter myself because again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm dealing with, you know, one of the dearest people in the world to me, Russ Dizdar, who's dead now and died within 24 hours. And he had rapid onset COVID, never even made it to the hospital. Mike, he never made it to the hospital. He died in bed from the minute his, uh, you know, his uh, symptoms began uh, manifest manifesting but he was also one of the most targeted individuals in the realm of supernatural evil and curses and here's here's another question i hope we can answer today for the benefit of your audience when do god's people when do people who live as human beings understand number one the nature of the war that's against them and it's not just we who are the targets but they who are the targets and again ladies and gentlemen the call goes out and you hear that Mike needs help in Texas, and I'm not saying go there yet, I'm not giving that call yet, or whoever, you know, then please, please go, those of you who are capable, and help, because Mike, this thing is getting really bad. Imagine, and may we jump to something really critical, the entire U.S. military triad, our nation's defense is being destroyed before our eyes. That's our sub-launched ballistic missiles, that's our strategic ballistic missile forces, our Air Force, what used to be the Strategic Air Command, and it's being systematically taken apart. And then you have this magnanimous piece of human waste beyond any sepsis that has ever been telling the Navy SEALs that they've got to pay back their training. Well, I'll tell you what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. A house divided against itself can't stand. And you're not going to see uh, America's special forces lay down and take a mutagenic death shot. And by the way, that was the number one thing that the fury was directed at me over, was oh, really? the fact it was over the military and over, as most people know, I make no uh, excuses, it's true, I was banished from the Pentagon, all military bases, maybe a year ago, Mike, 18 months ago. But I was so absolutely uh, uh, vilified and nullified that the worry they have, and I don't know that you know this either, and it's kind of cool to know, but there are a bunch of people who are in the military on positions that know, that listen to you, that listen to me, that listen to us, that listen to Alex. And they know through defense, and defense intelligence or NRO, National Reconnaissance Office, not just throwing names out there to fill space people, but they know when we're telling the truth. And they know when we're telling them, look, you guys, there's an operation against you, and it's named such and such and such and such. And they know when the sources of those operational codes that are designed to murder them are in play. And there are, I'm telling you point blank, you're going to see high-profile assassinations of U.S. military traitors. I believe it. You're going to see them. And you're also going to see a point where people are going to say, enough is enough. I don't know where that point is, Mike. And, and it, it's nebulous. I have no specific intel. But I will tell you this. We're watching it right now.
It's, it's very close, and that's what I want to get into with you now for, for the rest of this hour. Now, for uh, Brighton.tv, we have a, a time limitation. We've only got about four minutes left. So yeah. Let me, first of all, let me just say, Steve, on, on behalf of, of all of us who are your fans, and I'm one of your fans as well. And, you know, I began reading your books back in the 1990s when I didn't know anything about <laughs> this stuff. And, and at the time, I was like, whoa, this seems really out there. Now it, it, it just seems way ahead of its time. But I want to say for everybody, thank God yeah. that you are with us because the world needs you now more than ever before. We need... Yeah, the world needs Steve Quayle. Thank God for Steve Quayle. There was only a couple more minutes on that. I'll put the link for it in the description bar below if you guys want to watch it. And then you go check out the full hour-long segment where they're chatting. Uh, but there you have it. Uh, I could I could listen to Steve Quayle for hours. I have. And I would highly recommend that you guys listen to him too. Uh, the enemy is definitely making moves, and they are trying to figure out how to cut the head off of the snake, not the hydra. They are trying to come after the opposition. Uh, you know, and, and I had this revelation because I saw it. I knew it was going to happen. Whenever Rush Limbaugh passed, I, I, I started already thinking this way. What happens whenever the people that we sit up over here and debate, oh, you know, these are these guys shills, or are they Zionists, or are they Illuminati, whatever. whatever. What's going to happen is these people are going to leave us, and all we will be left with is their work. The same way we uplift Phil Schneider and Bill Cooper and uh, refer back to the works of George Orwell's 1984 and so much more in Brave New World by Aldous Huxley, things like this. We're going to refer back to the work of Steve Quayle. We're going to refer back to the work of Alex Jones. We're going to refer back to the work of Rob Skiba. We're going to refer back to the work of Russ Dizdar. We're going to refer back to the work of Doug Hagman. We're going to refer back to the work of these giants, Fritz Springmeier, you name it, man, uh, Leo Zagami, all these people who, who are currently giving their all, who are currently giving their all, who are stepping up not only for you, but for your children's future and more, man. And well, you just don't see that these days. You see them systematically trying to cut that spirit of humanity out. Well, what do they call it these days? Toxic masculinity or some other ridiculousness. Uh, but again, kudos to Steve Quayle for surviving an assassination attempt. The man is a legend. Uh, he's done he's done exposés. He's done full-blown documentaries where he uncovers like ancient Egyptian uh tombs where he's uncovered like giants he's gone down to antarctica he's seen massive coffins again where they have ancient fallen angel dna like it's 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 crazy the amount of work that steve quayle has been able to accomplish in his 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 time here on this planet and so that's all i can say is is pray for steve quayle rest in power to rust is rest in peace to rob skiba uh, because these are the these are the these are the champions of our age. These are the titans of our time. And if you guys don't know who they are, you need to get acquainted. You need to get a, you need to get familiar. I think the, the 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 thing is is we get bogged down by how much information there is out there to where we kind of get overwhelmed, and then we hit this point of just like exhaustion because we know where this leads. These type of people who have been doing this for 20 to 30 years, they they see past this. It's like the matrix. They can see the code. 
They understand what's going on and they found the solution. They found the key. And our adversaries are chopping at the bit, frothing and hopping mad and upset at their inability to silence them. And this is the season. This is the time that they have. They have the time now. They've got the green light to, again, come after all of the truth tellers. This is a, Mike Adams called it the post-human era. It's also a post-truth world. This is the scientific dictatorship. This is the technocracy. This is the new world order. We have stepped through the Rubicon. They don't want truth out. They don't want people to be inspired. They don't want them to know the glory of God. They don't want them to find their strength, their voice, their courage, and more. That's why they tell you put the mask on. The symbolism of literally having your mouth muzzled to where you're unable to speak your truth, to where your essence, you are as you as an individual is not respected, not appreciated, not loved, not recognized. They don't want people understanding, again, their own unique beauty, their own individual essence, their power, their strength. They don't want us coming together. They banned public gatherings. Uh, how do you ban a public gathering? How do you how do you how do you push people to a point to where they don't congregate, to where they don't come together, to where they don't have fellowship? This is one of the main reasons why the church is so important. But the sad part is, is these days the churches they're basically dens of devils that practice the doctrines of demons. They don't tell you the truth. Half these half these churches will require you to wear a mask. To enter into their premise, completely unaware that the mask is the gateway to the vaccine, which is the vaccine being the mark of the beast. People don't understand these things. And that's why it's a darn shame. So the titans we have, the legends we have, we need to appreciate them before they're gone because they get taken way too quickly. You know, I look and I have to be honest with you guys. We've got about 10 minutes left on the transmission, maybe five. If I cut back the, 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 the ranting and we play like some cool music to, to, to shut the transmission out. I can't help but think, you know, with the passing of Rob Skiba and the passing of Russ Dizdar and the assassination attempt of Steve Quayle, I can't help but think, when is my time coming? I've already got local Antifa and BLM around here trading me around, trading my information around like a Pokemon game. I found out that they have a communist library in the in the center of the city where, again, they go there to exchange information. But again, I have to ask the question, when is my time coming? Will it be the Fed coats? Will it be the Antifa, the BLM, the by any means necessary type folks, the indivisibles? Will it will it be the virus? But to even pull back from that, it's not about pontificating or debating or, 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 or thinking about when your time is up. It's about thinking what you can do with your time here. We all don't know the time that we are called home. We just know that this is not our home and we have to do as much work as we can before it's time to go. And trust us, you don't want to live here. You don't want to be in this world. Well, you don't want to be of this world. You want to be in this world so you can understand what's going on. But you don't want to be here. You see what these people are doing. You see them trying to create hell on earth. You see them trying to play God 
we do not want to be here when these people assume full control. But what we do want to do is be able to leave the seeds for people to protect and inform themselves so they can at least mount some type of defense. The only reason that we have a fair amount of the, of, of the knowledge, the tools, uh, and the resources at our disposal, again, is because of people like Steve Quayle, like Russ Dizdar, like Phil Schneider, like Bill Cooper. And it's a constant war. It's a constant battle. People like Aldous Huxley put out Brave New World. George Orwell puts out uh, 1984. It's a constant battle. Klaus Schwab puts out The Great Reset. These people openly brag about what they're doing. But it's only once we've been given that eye and given that sense of discernment that we're able to decrypt what their intentions are. And how many people these days are trying to decrypt it? How many people are trying to understand the times that we are in? But you see, that, that, that's why all of this is so crazy, is because the same way that we were brought up underneath like a, a, a post 9-11 world with the police state and the Ferguson riots and the Flint water crisis and the chemtrails, you know, and the opioid epidemic uh, and the atrazine in the water and the fluoride in the water, the same way that we were brought up in this adversarial time frame is the same way that even stronger iterations and generations of freedom fighters will be brought up even under harsher conditions. And that's what we have to do. We have to provide for them a safe haven. We have to let them know how we got here and how their, their battles, it's just beginning and how we cannot give up. It's a constant fight. There will become another Klaus Schwab. There will be another Aldous Huxley. There will be another George Orwell. And they will all pave the way for the Antichrist. Make no mistake about it. And that's why we have to know full well what's at stake here, what's going down, and why these are the time frame. This, this is the time frame. It's not slowing down. That's why the lies have gotten stronger. They've gotten sweeter. They've gotten uh, uh, cooler. They've gotten more sophisticated. But a lie is nonetheless still a lie. And we have to learn to recognize that. We have to learn to rest in the power of the truth. We have to know our authority. And we can't back down. We have to be just as committed as our adversaries. So no, in a good way, in a weird way, it's good that we're having all this go down. Because it means all the fluff of life is being taken away. In a weird way, this is a good thing because now we can stop playing games. Now we can get serious. Now we can actually be present, be mindful, be here. And it's going to be rough, dude. Did you hear what they were talking about with the supply chain disruption? I'll have to cover that on the podcast this week. It's getting to the point now to where they're just dumping shiploads of stuff in California neighborhoods. You imagine this? Like something out of, a, out of a dystopian sci-fi movie, you have like an urban rural setting and the supply shipping containers just over there on the other side. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about the food riots and the post-human era and why it's important that we build that parallel economy and that parallel world and why we can't allow ourselves to give in to the wiles of our adversary. And why we have to learn, like, I'll say this and I'll start closing out. It like it, it it's 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 crazy because I was going to say that it, why we have to learn a lexicon and a language to describe like our adversaries, but that's what's so wild is is is, is things are becoming so overt and so out there in the open that 
before we had to figure out how to communicate uh, the satanic ritual abuse, the human trafficking, uh, the mind control, the techno sorcery, right? The, the, all that stuff. But now it's so overt and out in the open. In a weird way, we've become not defunct or redundant or useless, but our, our, our goal has been met. We, the, the truth is out there. The evil has become so blatant that all we can do is fight back. We can't capitulate. We can't comply. We can't go along with this. We know where this this is. We know what this is. This way it leads towards death. That's why all we can do is fight this. And that's why you've heard me say it before on the show, and I'll say it till I'm in the grave. Compliance equals death. Resistance equals existence. All we have is the fight. And we have to start thinking in a marathon mindset. We've got to start planting seeds. We've got to start building the foundation. Up. Okay. Oops. Sorry about that. I think the mic got disconnected there because I got all excited. But I'll go ahead and say this and start closing stuff up. We have to start thinking long term, not short term. We've got to start planting seeds, not being reactive. We've got to be proactive. We've got to start planning. We've got to start networking. We've got to start building. We cannot be passive. This is not a time to get comfortable. This is not a time to stay entranced in the, in, in the entertainment. We've got to wake up. We've got to link up. We've got to build because we will not have this opportunity in the future. But speaking of opportunity, I'm going to take this time to, again, point you guys in the direction of the website, thenoiseera.com. Support us. Support us there. That's how you do it. That's how you ensure the work. Not factionsoffreedom.gender.com, but thenoiseera.com. Go there. Click on the exclusive tab. Get Smorgasbord Addiction 1 through 6, man. Check out the work that we've done. See how far we've come and how crazy these days are. Support this operation. Go to the website, thenoiseera.com forward slash exclusive. Mic got disconnected again. Great. Great, great, great. The mic got disconnected again. I don't know if you guys heard that, but support this operation, patreon.com forward slash denoiseera. I'm going to say this thing and I'm going to finally, you know, close it out for you guys. You know, I, I, I talk about doing this work because I love it. That's, that's one part of it. Another part of it is that I have a compulsion to do so. The other part of it is, is literally out of like necessity. It is, it is, it is instinctual. It is, it is, it's, it's, it's natural. I have a compulsion to do this. Like again, growing up with, with all the people that you've heard me mention in this transmission alone from Alex Jones to Steve, Steve Quayle to Fritz Springmeier to Philip Schneider to uh, Bill Cooper to Rob Skiba to Russ Dizdar to Doug Hagman. To, you could even say Art Bell of Coast to Coast. I've grown up listening to these people 
And it only makes sense for us to continue their work because, again, we stand on the backs of giants. I do this simply because it's, 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 it's natural. I understand this. I eat, sleep, and breathe this. And I want to do this. We need to do this. We need to have this same level of like mental focus and dedication to accomplish these goals because nowhere else in the world do you see this. Nowhere else in the world do you see people literally like dedicating their life to the true fight that is before us. You see people buying along with the propaganda, skipping uh, skipping steps and then just being propped up. These AstroTurf uh, influencers that people just love, they're all lies. They're all deceivers. We know the truth. We have our adversaries ticket and we need to follow them. We need to keep the pressure on them. And guys, we can only keep the pressure on them with your guys' support. You know we're capable of more. I need you guys to help us drive that ball down the field. So again, patreon.com forward slash the noise era, support this operation or go to the website at uh, the noise era.com forward slash exclusive content, support this operation, support the work. It's a 360 win. I mean, you guys get, you get, it's a 360 win. You get quality content. We get your guys support and we're able to break through these lies and through the disinformation and try to awaken not only people in this in this stage, but again, planting seeds for those that come after us. So that's all I really have for you guys on this impromptu crew cast, October 25th edition. If you guys would like to see more Monday mini casts, we need more exclusive members. That's how this works. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.